You're listening to the Play, Teach, Talk podcast. I'm Tiffany Thompson, a speech pathologist with over 20 years of expertise in working with children under three years of age and their families to help them understand language and communicate more effectively. My specialty is in working with emerging communicators with few or no true words to reduce their frustration, help them interact and play with their peers and family, and learn to truly enjoy the back and forth of functional communication throughout their daily routines. This podcast is not intended to diagnose speech-language disorders, but is more of a general set of suggestions for children who are experiencing delays in their language skills. For recommendations or therapy specific to your child's needs, consultation or evaluation with a licensed speech-language pathologist in your city is highly suggested. This is season two, episode 24 of the Play, Teach, Talk podcast, Language Boosters Sequences. So this is the last one I'm going to go into that has a, a relation to literacy. And it's all these language boosters are intended for older kids. So this is, this is once we've established that we're using maybe two, three, four word sentences, a child's starting to show comprehension of a whole lot of things. They're starting to seek, sequence play a little bit together. They can sit and listen to a favorite book and they're starting to understand stories and enjoy hearing what happens to the characters and stories. The next step for these kiddos is what we call sequences. And so that's basically starting to understand that stories have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And that can just be like little vignettes, little short, quick stories. And we do typically want to, with the younger kids, provide some sort of visual support so that they can understand the sequence of the stories and also have more than just the words to re to help them with their recall when they're telling the story. So what we do typically when I'm teaching this for kids in therapy is that we start with a sequence of about three parts. Three to four parts is usually where I start with kids. And the way that we present that is first, then, and finally. So I have a set of cards that I use. I'll put a link in the show notes too if you'd like to look and see what those are like. But uh, they're, they're basically just these three picture sequences so that we can tell a story. An example would be there's a picture of a dirty car that's driving on the road in the first. And what I would say to the child is, first, the man had a dirty car. Okay. So then our next is a picture of the man going through a car wash. Next, he went through a car wash. And then the final picture of this three sequence set of cards is a clean car that's got a whole bunch of little lines coming off of it and a very happy man showing that he likes that his car is clean. So then I would say, finally, the car is clean. Or there might be a sequence where a little boy is building a doghouse. So in the first picture, we would say, first, the boy is sawing the wood. There's a picture of him with a couple of boards of wood and he's got a saw out that he's cutting. And in the next picture, he has built the bottom part of the doghouse and he's putting the roof on. So I might say in the next one, next, he builds the doghouse and puts on the roof. And then the final picture, 
the 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 boy is kind of standing next to the doghouse and there's a dog that's very happily nestled inside the doghouse with a smile on his face and he looks like he's sleeping so i'd say finally the dog has a house to sleep in or something similar to that so that's the the beginning way that we kind of teach the sequences of, of a story basically then the next level of that would be to put those cards out of order or put pictures out of order and see if you can help the child find what happened first. This helps to create the idea of being able to tell the order that things happen in. So that's, a, that's another sequence. Learning this idea uh, it basically is just a higher level way of learning the order in which things happen, basically. Uh, I do think this is a higher level skill than kids understanding what their routine in their day is, but they might understand what's happening in their, their day, but they're not able to verbalize it. This is kind of one of those situations where kids just say, I don't know, or nothing, when you ask them how their day was or what happened when they went to daycare or school. <laughs> um, if you want to work on having a child be able to tell you what's been going on in their day, I would always talk to the teacher or the daycare provider and ask them to give you a brief rundown of anything, especially if there's anything special. If somebody had a birthday and there were cakes or sometimes to the daycare, uh, fire trucks will come. So the kids get to go climb on the fire trucks and see those or other special people will come and visit at the daycare. And those are great times to get that information from your daycare provider and see if you can get your child with some prompts, with a little bit of help to tell you stories about what's happened. So once we're able to kind of do that first, then finally with three or four pictures, then I like to go to actual storybooks, short storybooks to start with if you can, because it does get kind of tricky when there are a whole lot of parts to a story to get a child to learn how to be able to recall those things. And then I think the ultimate one, once you get through all of those sequences, working through being able to tell what happened first, what happened next, and then what happened finally, is the favorite movies. And I mean, you wanna try to get a kid to retell a story like that when they've seen that movie, when we know kids can easily do this, 50 times, 30 times, 50 times, or maybe a favorite episode of Paw Patrol or a favorite episode of um, something else like that, Peppa Pig or um, Bluey, uh, my favorite show in the world. Um, but yeah, so you, what you want to do is you want to be able to see if you start out with very, very simple sequences, can kids get to the point where they're able to tell you their favorite stories? even if it's just a few components of that story, but it's their favorite part of those stories. This really helps build not just comprehension, uh, but also a much more rich expressive language and the ability to start telling your own stories. I'm gonna add this on because this is something I worked on with a kid who was maybe closer to five, but I loved it. And it was basically a, a storytelling, kind of um, template, I guess you could say, for older kids who want to start learning how to tell more cohesive stories. And so basically you can come up with, I don't know, 10 different main characters, um, a robot, a dinosaur, uh, the, the sea captain, a pirate, a princess, a 
a figure skater, I, I don't know, a unicorn. And then, so then you come up with a set of problems. You know, we talked about prediction and problem solving in an earlier language boosters episode. This is, this is kind of a next level. So you come up with a problem, um, didn't have any food, couldn't go to the ball, um, had to fight a dragon, uh, had to climb a mountain, things like that. So once there was a, that's your first start of the story. This is actually really, really fun. If you have an older kid and you're listening to this podcast for your younger kid, try this out with your older kid. Once there was a, then you can fill in the main character who, and this is where you put your problem, um, or you could also put a setting who blah, 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 but they, you know, needed to climb a mountain or whatever. So, and that's your solution. So is going to be your solution um, or, but they, and that's where you're going to put in your solution, but they learned how to use rock climbing equipment, or they were a very good swordsman or something like that. Um, and finally blank, and that's your solution to the problem. And so you can, if you have a whole lot of different options for characters and problems and solution to your problems and final outcomes, your child can start to build a very basic four to five part story. And that is a lot of fun. You know, even having pictures of these different, you know, get a, a picture of someone climbing up a mountain. That's your conflict picture. Or have a picture of a robot and a unicorn. And those are your main characters. Um, make a little, use a little dry, dry erase board or use a, uh, I don't know, um, a, a chalkboard or something. We used a dry erase board. Uh, magnets on a magnetic board and build your stories. And it can be really fun and it really helps create a whole lot of imagination with a child as you're building these stories. Wow, I've really rambled on about that, but that did really remind me of, of a um, strategy that I use. So I hope this is something that can be really fun for you and your family as you start to put together your own stories. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would help me greatly if you subscribe or leave a five-star review. For additional content, including YouTube videos, articles, handouts, and help catered specifically to your child's needs, please visit playteachtalk.com.